How do you handle working with negative people? What do you do if friends in your circle are constantly bringing you down? Or worse, your own family that consistently tears down your best efforts at a positive outlook on life. I had to make this a podcast because recently I went live on Instagram with my good friend, Dr. Donna. You may know her as Dr. Autoimmune Girl because when you have negativity in your life, it doesn't just affect your mood. It actually affects your immune system and your entire state of being. We did an Instagram live and went deep on how this affects you, but more importantly, what you can do and other things in your life that are probably going unnoticed, that are zapping your energy, killing your motivation, and literally having a negative impact on your health and future. So I wanted to make this Instagram Live a podcast. Enjoy this, my friend. This is going to be a game changer because we talk about what you can actually do to take back control of your life and live on purpose so that you don't get sucked from the negativity that seems to be all around us. So I hope you enjoy this. Let's get rolling. How's it going? It is going. We're talking about something super important. We're talking about how you wake up feeling okay, but then you go to work and you come home feeling frustrated, irritated, and like, what's the deal? So has everyone here ever worked in a negative environment? with negative Nancy's, Debbie Downers, and people that just take your energy and suck it up and making you feel right. like you suck. Have you ever had that? You, so you've worked in a few different environments as a pharmacist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whether it's like in a retail environment and it's the people, right, that are blaming you for things you have no control over and you come home feeling so deflated because you're like, I, I didn't go to school for this. What, why is this happening? Or your job where your boss is just awful. I can remember where, I mean, and I kind of hope she's listening, but literally that person that <laughs> takes every one of your ideas, makes them their own, says no to everything. is just what, what it is, is it's that person that's intimidated by you or threatened by you, even though they're your boss. And it's like, you really have to identify who those people are and they're holding you back. So they're not only causing that stress, that negativity that's impacting you personally, but they're just holding you back from moving forward and growth. You know, it's like recognizing that and recognizing you need to get out of those situations, those, that, those toxic environments. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. We all know that negativity brings us down and we all get home, like talking to our family and like, man, so-and-so is so negative. I always feel so like, when I come home. And while we feel that way short term, there's actually long term impacts on your immune system. And especially this time of year, regardless of your condition, if you have an autoimmune disorder or really any other condition, it can really wreak havoc on your healing, on your quality of life and how you show up to live and help other people. Yeah, exactly. And so like that negativity, it's almost like the same concept of like just that stress, right? Like what it's causing, what it's producing is that stress response, that stressful environment, right? And you're bringing that back home with you. And really, we know that the impact on the immune system, like the science is out there, you know, increases susceptibility to illness, right? You're more likely to get sick. 
your sleep disturbance is going to be high, right? Oh, you can't turn it off. It's on your mind. You can't sleep. You're, you're impacting your circadian rhythm. So your cortisol melatonin levels are completely off. When that happens, you're in this really pro-inflammatory state. You know, so you have a higher level of inflammation. There's actually studies that have shown where CRP, C-reactive protein, which is a general marker of inflammation, is elevated in these circumstances, in these instances. So absolutely, like, it's real. There's science behind it. It's not just something, you know, it's something we all know, but I don't think we take seriously. Exactly. And that's so important and spot on. And as we, as we know, or maybe we don't, so I don't want to oversimplify this because it's such an essential concept. Every single disease state condition has one thing in common. It stems from inflammation. So if you have a stress response that is causing inflammation, and it's not a genetic condition. It's not a factor that's outside of your control, but it's actually something that you can control. This is what I call the low-hanging fruit that tastes so sweet when you take a bite and it actually makes an impact. Because yeah. while I think the thing that we, all, we can all resonate with is just show hands, comment down below. Have you ever worked with someone or met someone in your life where – you just, they were so negative, like you could feel, you just were like, I just need to get out of this, it's that negative. Has anyone ever worked with someone, ever met someone, or maybe even have someone in your family where it impacts you so much where you're like, I just don't like his or her energy? I think we've all been there. And while oftentimes we think the simple solution, and sometimes this is the solution, is just to quit, especially if that's a supervisor, a boss, or someone that you have to see every day and there's like no way around it, sometimes it's like you have to quit. But the thing that's so important with this is people are one of many factors that you can control that are impacting your immune system, your quality of life, and literally everything that you do. So with your work, Donna, and and if y'all aren't following her, if, if your followers of mine coming in, you need to follow this lady because she is amazing. Like she is literally one of the world's experts at this craft on autoimmune disorders, but just the immune system in general and a bunch of other things. But you've worked <laughs> and helped with like literally, I'm going to guess tens of thousands of people. You've got, you know, over 113,000 followers and people love your content. So you've seen a lot of different conditions and you've helped a lot of people through your book that you've written. And if y'all haven't got that, you need to, Head over to Amazon after this is over. Don't leave yet and get her book because it's extraordinary talking with these tips. But, but what yeah. I want to ask you is, have you ever had people that are being affected with flares of their condition from factors that are in their control, not, not genetic-based, but factors in their environment that they can impact? Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like We know that there's a, there's a genetic aspect to autoimmunity, but really what turns that on is our environment. And a lot of times what we focus on and, you know, what most people think when you say environment is like the toxins in our environment, our food, our diet, but it's, but stress in and of itself, negative thought, um, just mindset in general also impacts the immune system. Like that's another factor that impacts the immune system, even like lack of sleep. So, so they're kind of like a vicious cycle, right? So you have this 
stressful factor going on, whether it's a negative boss and somebody, you know, you're in a bad relationship, um, you know, whatever it may be that you're trying to get out of, like it's causing this response. You're not sleeping. You're getting this inflammatory response going on and the cycle just keeps going round and round. And so, yeah, absolutely. Like if people, and I, I look at myself personally as an example where, and I always give this example during the pandemic when things were hard and stressful and there was a lot of unknowns and you had kids at home and you didn't know what's going on with work and whatever it was, every, I was doing everything right. The only thing that changed was stress. And when I say like antibodies rose, I got nodules, like all the, all the horrible things, like I couldn't gain control and I couldn't figure out why. And then that was like that aha moment where I realized you know, we have to control our beliefs, our mind, and not let it control us, because that's what was happening. Like, there was so much unknown that I was letting that control me, as opposed to gaining control and realizing, like, look, you can only control what you can control. And yes. what's going on outside of your world, if you can't, you got to let it go if you can't control it. And you can't carry that on with you, because it does impact your health, you know, and it absolutely it can flare disease, lead to disease development. It can turn on, um, you know, those genes that you may have that, you know, predispose you to development of autoimmunity. Exactly. And, and here's the simple hack. So when I share this, if you hear it, it will make sense. But if you actually do what I recommend and you write this down, it's going to impact you on a very serious level where you feel like you're getting back control of your life. Because there's a really simple fact. What you write, you invite. So if you're in a negative environment, whether it's people or other things, if you feel like you're not living at your fullest potential right now, it's not because you're stupid. It's not because you're lazy. It's not because you're broken. It's because there are factors outside of your control, seemingly. But when I share this with you, it's going to give you a state of empowerment because you can actually do something about it. And I'm not talking about just people. Like if that's the case and you feel like the only way to quit is to fix it is for you to quit or for them to get fired or whatever else you want, you wish uh, behind or, you know, I won't get into that, but there are certain things. And here's literally what you do. Whatever thoughts you have, whatever worries you have, you write down all of your concerns on a piece of paper. Remember what you write, you invite. Once you write all those down, it's called a brain dump. You take all these thoughts because often we feel overwhelmed by all these things we have to do, we feel like we have hundreds of things, but really what we have is 10 things that we keep thinking about over and over again, and it turns into hundreds of things. So when you take everything in your mind and you write it on paper, it's going to give you a clarity of mind, and when you have a clarity of mind, you can actually think and do things. So once you write down things that are on your mind giving you trouble, then you look at what are the things that I can control And what are the things that I can't? And letting go of the things you can't is going to give you a lot of ease. You might not want them, but shift your attention on that which you can control and do a simple step to impact that change. I call it controlling the controllables. So there's a few things specifically about your environment besides people that are low-hanging fruit that you can actually control. And I'm gonna share a story real quick. So I worked a little bit about my background. Uh, my name is Dr. Adam Martin. I'm the fit pharmacist. 
Uh, if y'all have been following Donna, nice to meet you. Welcome. Oh, we can be, <laughs> be follower, friend, follower friends. Um, so I've been a pharmacist for over 10 years, and I worked in a full-time in a community setting, uh, very high stakes. Uh, we did, I, did, I was doing 600 scripts on a Monday without overlap, so very high volume. So it was a stressful environment because that's just the nature of it. So a story I wanted to share is one thing that would happen early on in my career and this happens to the best of us, so this isn't slighting anyone or saying they're bad people or anything. But pharmacy stress happens. People don't show up. They get sick and can't come to work. People are having a bad day, and unfortunately, they take it out on you. And if that keeps happening over and over, it can wear down at your attitude. So one thing that used to happen in my culture when I started years ago is the negativity would start coming out. And if you, if, if you watching work with a group of people, you know what happens. Someone complains or someone wasn't too nice at the counter and people make comments like, what a jerk. And what ends up happening? Yeah, he was a jerk, you know, all this. And it spreads like a virus. And soon one incidence then becomes the whole team complaining. And you know what else is bad? And you know what else sucks? And you know what else ticks me off? And you have this environment of negativity. Have you ever had this happen? Comment in the chat if you've ever seen this before. So this is literally what I did. I know this sounds silly, but it's so silly it worked. I couldn't take it one day. The negativity, like I could feel it starting to make me feel negative. So I did something <laughs> drastic. I whipped out my phone. I pulled up Pandora. And I typed in the words, happy radio. True story. And I started playing happy music on full volume, high beat, good vibes, all the things, so that the positivity would overshadow and drown out the complaining. And it worked so well because the people that were in a negative mood actually got irritated to the point where they stopped complaining so that all you could hear was the happiness of happy radio. And I thought this was a fluke. So the next time the same thing happened, I turned on happy radio and the negativity stopped to the point where I conditioned my culture so that if negativity came up, I would put happy radio on and it would silence the negativity. So much so that when the negativity kept going, like I started to see it build, I'd say, y'all yeah. don't want me to turn on happy radio, do you? <laughs> And it became a joke that turned into laughter that overshadowed yeah. the negativity. So I'm going to say all the moms on the call, you need to try that with our kids. <laughs> Just <laughs> but that's when they start complaining. That's literally what I did. I did happy radio. And that's just a simple little thing. And by the way, there's a free resource that we're going to be sharing with you that is so simple that it works. I have shared this yeah. with. Uh, so just so y'all know, also, um, I went part-time in pharmacy because I'm a full-time professional speaker and coach. So I did a keynote, speaking of moms, uh, with the women of pharmacy, their annual event. I did this a uh, year, year or two ago. And this was one of the exercises we did in the workshop. And this blew people's minds. There were hundreds of people at this event. This blew people's minds. It's a one-page thing, but it's pointing out the things that you can control that you might not be aware of yeah. that are affecting your mental diet, the, the things that you are allowing 
to be bombarded with that are affecting your mood. Right. So we're going to be sharing that, but I just wanted to share that, that one little thing by getting resourceful using my phone, Pandora's free. I shifted the mood by using music because here's the reality. Y'all ever been in an aisle in your pharmacy or anywhere, maybe a shopping market and a, a really popular upbeat song comes on, maybe some Gloria Estefan, maybe some of that beat drops. And what do you see? You see Granny Smith, 70-year-olds down the aisle, tapping their foot. And you're like, oh, I hope she doesn't keep tapping. She might pop her hip out. But seriously, they're not even aware of what they're doing. But because the music is such a positive vibe, they are moving to match the beat. And when your body moves, it affects your state. Movement yeah, is the absolutely. fastest way. So if you've ever been upset or frustrated and someone's ever said, go walk it off, they literally mean go walk it off. So that's like yeah. the, the, the physiology and, and process behind why music is such an effective key. But that was just a story from what I used. Do you have any uh, stories or experiences where you couldn't take it anymore and you just got innovative and just did something? Maybe it was just leave the room where you affected intentionally the environment that you were dealing with so you could take back the positivity. Yeah, I mean, I think the most effective thing I have found is calling it out in the moment and in the face of whoever or whatever it is causing yes. that mood. And I think that a lot of times some people don't even realize yes. that they're sending that vibe, that they're sending that negativity, that they're, I mean, I one time was at a grocery store and I, had the, like the rudest cashier that was checking me out and I'm in a good mood and she's now putting me in a bad mood because that's right because of her her negativity and her approach and I just said I just can I ask why you're being so rude and she just froze and so, I, I didn't know I was being rude I'm like well you are like <laughs> somebody has to tell you and you are and you need to reflect on that you know and it was like she turned so quick, like her response, her approach towards me. And then so the next person, hopefully it stayed with it, but I wasn't going to carry that with me. I was just going to put it back and call it out immediately and in the moment. And I think that comes with age and maturity um, where you feel you don't have to stay in a situation you don't want to be in. You don't have to befriend people that don't serve you. You don't have to stay in environments that are just negative. And you have that ability to remove yourself and to exactly. say no. And I think like I'm more speaking to, I was younger than me because probably in my 20s, I, you know, you like we talked about people pleasing and you just do because you don't feel like you can say no. You don't feel like you can kind of you know, almost like put people in their place or remove yourself from a situation or whatever it may be. But as you get older, you're like, when people say, I'm too old for this. Like, I'm, you know, I'm too old for this crap, right? Like, that's Ain't nobody got time like, for this. Nobody got time for this, right? So you just, you feel like life's too short for me to worry about this stuff. So I'm just going to focus on me. And like, we don't need to wait 20 years to get to that point. You know, like we could start living that way now. Because it is a spiral effect and it does impact your health broadly. And there are ways to mitigate that. And I think that's what we're going to share. Um, but it's important. It's important to identify ways to mitigate your mindset, how you feel, your response, your stress response to various environments, situations, 
you have to identify what you're going to do to combat that because otherwise it will spiral and it does compound on itself and it just leads to overall poor health right so like it's the mind body connection it's all linked um and so you have to look at it as one unit like that nothing is singular within itself exactly exactly so spot on and, and there's a couple things that you said that were so brilliant that i just want to highlight the first thing is in one day there are eighty six thousand four hundred seconds and normally a negative comment or a negative interaction is about 10 to 30 seconds so are you going to allow 30 seconds to affect 86,370 seconds. That's a choice you have to make. Right. That's the first point. That's the reality. How do you take back control of your life when you feel like the only thing you control are things that are outside of your control? Negative work environment, negative people. And yes, that is a huge play. But what if I told you that there are little things that escape our awareness that actually can make a huge difference in your life. There are things you can control that are affecting your mood, your level of confidence, and how you live your life. The best news is these things are so simple to shift, but oftentimes go overlooked. So to help you, I created a free PDF guide showing you exactly what these areas are and then showing you exactly what you need to do to make the simple shift to take back control of your life. Check the show notes, get your guide, and let's get going. Now, back to the episode. A second thing, you, you point the nail on the head. If you recognize that the simplest way to diffuse negativity is to recognize it, y'all have probably heard name it to tame it. Let me show you why this is so effective. Did you know that elevators used to get complaints. True story, uh, hotels, buildings with elevators, this is way back, used to get complaints from being too noisy, from being too slow, and it would impact the business's reputation. So do you know what you find in elevators now? All the sides have mirrors for two reasons, to bring awareness to your presence and to distract you. So that when you're in the, when you're in the elevator, you can be like, Oh, I'm fine today. Or I need to check my tie. Or oh, I got some spinach on my teeth. It distracts you, and before you know it, you're at your floor. Business success went through the roof. There's another example. If you go to a shopping center, a supermarket, or a high-end store, a lot of times what you'll find when you go to the cash register, if you look up behind the cash register are mirrors facing the customers to prevent anger from happening because just like you said donna most people are not aware that they are projecting their inner emotion because they don't have that awareness so by having a mirror if someone starts to act a fool and get all this they can physically see the reflection in the mirror that they're acting out of line and that prevents and also right. diffuses their reaction from happening so exactly like you said that like this is yeah. a multi-billion dollar plan in elevators and shopping centers sure. by having mirrors to bring awareness. I see Crystal commented about wishing that she was taught better stress management from a younger age and exactly what I was saying. But again, for all the moms out there or anybody, you know, parents in general, I mean, this is something that's so hard. I find struggling with, you know, in a middle schooler um, is teaching them that 
you know, you got to let go of things you can't control and trying to teach them that at such a young age that we don't need to hold on to that. We don't need to carry it. We don't need the stress and the anxiety, you know, because this person, well, I felt left out because of X, Y, and Z, but do you even like these people? Do you really want to be part of them? Do you, you know, and it's like asking those questions and that realization of no. And it's like, well, then you don't have to, right? Like you have control of your own life. And I don't think like, you know, many of us, our parents didn't talk to us about this stuff. <laughs> we didn't have these conversations growing up, right? So it's like, I do say like, yeah, it is important at a younger age. And I think with this younger generation, it's even more important to try to emphasize that. Exactly, exactly. Now, we talked a lot about people and how to diffuse that situation rather than quitting your job. But aside from that, there's a lot of other things in your environment that do affect your mood, often on a subconscious level. And your subconscious actually directs your conscious mind. So if you've ever had a day where you're like, why do I feel so crappy? I don't have a reason to feel crappy. I've got this and that, but I feel like trash. Oftentimes, it can be hormonal, but a lot of times it can be messages from your environment. And luckily, the good news is there are factors of your environment that you can change. So, for example, it's not the weather. And seriously, God bless everyone in Florida right now. I hope if you're watching this from Florida, I hope everyone's doing okay. If you've got friends or family in Florida, like it's really sad what's going on. Like just it's, it's nuts. So if you know someone, please say prayers for anyone in Florida because it's, it's getting really, really nasty down there. So you can't control the weather, but there are some things that you can control. We talk about people. How about places? So a lot of times, we have things that we want to change, right? So if you're trying to get healthier, but you know, so this is something uh, that we were taught in pharmacy school, actually. Smoking, people that are trying to stop smoking, a lot of times they associate their action of smoking to drinking. So while they're trying to stop smoking, they relapse when they go to a bar because they're in an environment that triggers them. Or in a bar when they're drinking, they've linked drinking to the behavior of smoking. So they feel like a failure, but what happens is they're linking and going back to the place that was a trigger to their old behavior that can trigger that emotion, that can trigger that feeling. So places is something. So are there places you're going to that are affecting how you feel? So another thing, experiences. What experiences are you choosing to expose yourself to? Maybe there's a family member that you feel obligated to go to their parties and stuff. And you know it's not a good fit, you know it's all this, and you wanna be respectful. So you do things out of obligation and it pulls away at your state of mind. Could experiences be something that is being a trigger to your environment? How about what we're doing right here? Social media. Are you following any accounts that are complaining about how terrible the world is? And I know, if, I know everyone here is not in pharmacy, but Don and I are in pharmacy, and if you go over to Facebook, there's innumerable Facebook pages pointing out how glorious pharmacy is. No, they're complaining about all the bad stuff. And I'm not saying to be a blind optimist, but if you're going to point out the problem, you better darn well have a solution to it. So are you following things that evoke negativity where all the comments are, yeah, they're so terrible and this and that. And if you're doing it with the intent to have constructive criticism for a solution, that's a different story. But when you're complaining to complain and you're exposing yourself to that content, 
whether you realize it or not, it is affecting your mood and it is giving you negativity. And by giving you negativity, that affects your immune system, which can trigger your autoimmune disease. This is literally, it sounds overly simplistic, but how often do we overcomplicate it? So it, it's just yeah. simple little triggers like this. Are there any other environmental triggers that, that you've seen, Donna, either experienced or people reaching out to you talking about? I mean, there's, like I said, tons of environmental triggers, but right now we're talking about those that really impact our mental state, right? And um, again, it's, I think it's everything that you mentioned. Um, and it's realizing at the end of the day that you have the power and you have the right to be in control of who you want to be around, what you want to be associated with. And, you know, it's the ability and the power to remove yourself, you know, and realizing when things don't serve you. Like I said, I mean, that's the biggest thing is like, if it doesn't serve me, I'm, I'm not going to be a part of it. And that's it. Yes. Like if you can just come to that realization and identify those moments, those people, those instances you you will be in a much happier state you know and can you will feel more in control of who you are exactly so spot on and um there was a comment by money power abundance i had to stop associating with certain family members just because they're family when the reality is if they weren't related i would never even speak let alone socialize with those people so obligation yeah. and feeling like you don't have a choice is something this is where the power of boundaries and self-respect yeah. come into play. Here's the thing. Oftentimes we think if we aren't physically with someone, it's disrespectful or we're saying we don't love them. You can love people from a distance. I'm not saying go through and cut everyone out of your life that doesn't serve you. What I'm saying is respect them, give them love, but it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice yourself. Don't right. light yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And at the same token, don't dim your own light because other people can't stand the heat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you have to come to that realization and you have to be able to be the one to make those decisions, you know, and, and be, stand firm with them, right? And be confident and recognize what's not good for you. I think that's what's critical. It's like you recognize what foods are not good for you. And so you'll stop eating them and you'll, you know, you recognize like, oh, when I sleep earlier and I get more sleep, I just feel better. It's like, okay, now you have to recognize when I'm not around so-and-so, I feel better. <laughs> so I need yes. to stop being around that person. When I, when I wake in the morning, I know I have to go to work. I feel awful. Okay, it's time to find a new job. You recognize all the other things in life, but why is it when it comes to our mental well-being that you feel like it's not okay or you can't do that or you're going to hurt someone's feelings or... No, it's all connected, like I said. And so you know how it makes you feel. So fix it. It's in your hands. Yes, you have to control the environment. This is the biggest mistake that people make is they wait for someone else to fix it. They wait and hope silently without addressing, they hope. without saying anything. Yes. I hope it changes. That's it'll not change. a strategy. I think it'll change. And then they stay 10 years in the same spot and it never changed. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. So that's another thing. A couple others. And, and like I said, there's a free guide. Um, if you follow me, I'm at the Fit Pharmacist. Uh, Donna will share it as well. It's in my bio. It's Self-Audit Your Soil. It's a one-page guide that you can download. It's totally free. 
but it looks at these key areas and gives you, like we said, the, the easiest way to like disengage, to disarm negativity is to acknowledge that it's happening and identify where it's coming from. So when you can identify it, here's the thing. So I'm a coach. That's what I do full time as well as speaking. And whether someone's getting coached on building their brand, growing their business, building a career, their health, their weight loss, their fitness, whatever it is, regardless of what you're looking to change, the first step in every single situation is awareness because you cannot change or improve what you don't, what you aren't aware of needs changing or improving. So that's why this is so powerful and it's super simple. It's things that were like, oh yeah, I didn't even realize. So get this, get this uh, PDF. It's at the Fit Pharmacist. It's right in my bio. Get that link. It's a free download, but this will blow your mind. One page, identify what the triggers are that are bringing you down. The second page is intentionally changing what you want to shift. So once you identify what's causing you negativity, what's bringing you down in each of those key areas, then on the other page, you say, this is what I want to change. So if, for example, like the, the last comment that I read, you've got negative family that you feel obligated to keep seeing, but if they weren't your family, you'd never hang out with them in the first place. Maybe it's not cutting them out, but just not exposing yourself to that energy. So you still love them. You still send them Christmas cards or whatever it is, but you love them from a distance because it's not worth sacrificing yourself. It's not worth. Or you don't, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. In some cases, you have to cut people out. And, and you don't, you know, it depends um, on the situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but a couple other things that affect you. Let me give you an example. I shared my happy radio, uh, my a strategy that I came up with out of desperation uh, back, in, back in community pharmacy days. But you all have a song where when it comes on the radio, you can't help but dance. So music is that. <laughs> powerful you have your theme song your hype song whatever you want to call it where you know you sing in the shower you sing in the car all those kind of things and, and i don't know about y'all but I, I i i sing only two songs the two songs that people request me to sing are not so loud and far far away those are the only two tracks i get requests <laughs> on but you have a song where when you hear it you can't help but tap your feet move your body sing when you do that it changes your physiology and when you change your physiology, everything else follows. While that's a positive, there are also the opposite, the negatives. So angry music with really defeating lyrics that are degrading to women. And people say, oh, but it has a good beat. But are you hearing the words? Because if you're not consciously hearing them, your subconscious is, and that's affecting your mood. If you look yeah. on Spotify or really any music device, you can search for songs based on the mood you want to feel because the music will impact how you feel. So if you say, why do I feel sad? Maybe you're listening to some Phantom of the Opera music. So music's one. Um, another thing, what are you reading? Are you reading the news? Are you watching the news? Biggest tip, turn off the news. That one thing, I promise you, but I have to stay informed. Don't be, no, it's not worth it. Turn off the news and you will watch your quality of life and positivity go through the roof. You'll be like, wow, what am I taking? You're not taking in negativity. That's what you're taking. So what are you <laughs> exposing yourself to? 
Are you reading the news? Who are you talking to? And when you're having conversations, what sort of topics are you talking about? It was said, I forget who said it, big minds talk about ideas, small minds talk about people. So what are you talking about in conversation? Is there a substance thing that needs worked out? Uh, What about memories? What you focus on, you will feel. So you have the option to think on happy memories or to relive old memories. And they've done studies on this. You can probably cite the studies. Um, I know of them, but I can't cite them on top of my head. But they have wired up sprinting like long-distance athletes sitting still and wired up their brain to all kind of electrodes and everything. And they told, they told them, close your eyes and imagine you're running the race without even moving. Physically envision what you are going to do, your stride, running faster, you're running on the track. And what started to happen is by sitting in a chair, just visualizing them running this race, their heart rate increased, their breathing increased, the muscles required to run were tracked firing by standing still just because they were visualizing what they were doing. The same thing works with your memories and which ones you choose to focus on. This affects your negativity, your attitude, everything. And that attitude, what you focus on, affects your immune system to a very high degree. This is the low-hanging fruit that can have big impacts on your health and your quality of life. Yeah, I see someone here commented, um, they have Hashimoto's and they have good and bad days. They've done every blood test possible and can't find a trigger. And so I'll ask then, have you taken a step back to reflect on just, it sounds simple, right? But like those stressful moments, your environment, like who you're around, work, what's it leading to? Because I had experienced firsthand flare-ups for my Hashimoto's because of all of those things. So that's the one thing. And again, you need to find ways to mitigate stress. And I think that's where we're leading to. Yes. And, and that's an awesome comment. And Donna, I think you're spot on with that. And again, we, we have this complex condition, Hashimoto's, for example. So this is a trap that we all fall into, including myself. We have a complex situation. So we logically think that if we have a complex situation like negativity or a flare-up or whatever it is, the only solution to a complex situation has to be a complex solution. But here's what happens. If you have a complex solution, it is going to be complicated because your plan is going to be 50 steps long. And if it's complex, complexity is the enemy of execution. Because can you remember a 50-step plan? I can't. But if you have a simple one-line approach, do this one thing and it'll work, you can do that because clarity, knowing that what the step is, that it's one thing, clarity is power. And when you have simplicity, it's so simple, it'll work because you'll actually do it. So to help you all, I created this guide that literally, it's so simple it works, I promise. It's a free guide. Head over to the Instagram page, The Fit Pharmacist, and in my bio, there's this link. It's a free guide, but it looks through the key areas that you do have control over that you might have overlooked that are impacting your attitude, 
negative influences. It'll walk you through what might have been missing your awareness so that when you realize them, and just like Donna said, take a self-audit of when you have these triggers. Where, bless you, where were you? Who were you with? Was there anything going on in the news? Were you watching the news? Stop. Uh, are there current events? Like all those kind of things, they have an impact. Music, where were you? Like all these seemingly simple, non-important things, bless you, that are having an impact, whether you realize it or not, those signals are affecting your subconscious, which is brought out in your conscious, which is causing a trigger for your immune condition. And here's what happens. We do all the right things. We do all the protocols. You were a really smart person, and you went and bought Donna's book, and you read it, and you're doing everything. But you still feel these things happening because yeah. we tend to do all the things but we miss the small things that end up making a big difference. So that's the whole point of this live. Um, thank you, Donna, yep. for coming on and sharing your expertise. But th that's why we came on, because we talk a lot about our, our food diet, but we often miss our mental diet and what the mind believes the body achieves. So these are simple little things that will make a huge difference because you can change them immediately, and you'll feel yep. empowered with your life, You'll feel more control. You'll feel more confident, especially when you start to see these results. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I would suggest everybody to go get the link. It's free. Check it out. It'll help you. And then make sure you're following along because I think tomorrow we're going to share another methodology to help you mitigate stress. Um, so stay tuned on your feed. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. And again, if you're a follower of mine here, please go follow, follow Donna. She's Same. Dr. Autoimmune Girl. Her content is freaking incredible. It's all thank backed you. by data. This girl doesn't whip out crystals and give you her opinions. She gives you <laughs> science, evidence-based information that is proven. She does not waste your time. So make sure you're following along because she is the expert at this. She's also written a book. Donna, what's the title of the book? Where can they get it so they can make sure that they're getting all the good, good stuff from you? Yeah, you can find it on Amazon. Just type in Immunity Food Fix. You could go. I mean, the link is in my bio off Instagram as well, if that's easier. Um, but check it out. It's simple, as we talked about, easy to understand and help you gain control of your health. Um, and likewise, if you're not following Adam, make sure that you are a fit pharmacist. Uh, we've got tons of great content, as you can see, based on this entire discussion. Awesome. Appreciate you, my friend. Uh, but like right. you said, this is a huge topic. It's the simple things that have the huge impact. And when you start to see the momentum, the next thing you're going to say is, wow, I wonder what else I can do. And that's what we're all here. To, like, th this, is the, this is the secret, okay? If you want happiness in your life, it doesn't matter how you define it. It can be a job, a relationship, a status, an income, doesn't matter. But it comes down to a very simple thing. If you want happiness, even in your health, that's what we're talking about. If you want happiness, regardless of the specifics that you label it, it comes down to one simple concept, progress. If you are not making progress in an area, you will feel dissatisfied and unhappy. And don't take my word for it. Test this right now. We have yeah. different areas in our life, our jobs, our relationships, our health. There is one area in your life where you feel really fulfilled in. It's probably because... You're making consistent progress in it. There's another area in your life 
or you're very not happy with. Maybe you're even beating yourself up over it because you're not making progress in that area. So the secret to happiness is progress. If you do this simple process, you're going to feel progress and feel more confident, more in control of your health, and that's going to lead to the path of happiness. It's literally that simple, so simple that it actually works. So like I said, uh, my name is Dr. Adam Martin. I'm known as the Fit Pharmacist on Instagram. Get the link in my bio. It's free. We'll be sharing that. You don't want to miss it. It's so simple. I promise you, it will blow your mind and it will help you get back on your path of progress. You can feel happy and healthy in your everyday life. So I've done enough gum flapping for one evening. <laughs> uh, seriously, thank you all for your time. Thank you, Donna, for your expertise. Um, hope you are following course, along because it's a topic that impacts so many lives. Uh, we're happy to be here and share it with you all. So thank you all. Have a great night and a Good wonderful night. weekend ahead.